Do you travel for a living and struggle to maintain a healthy lifestyle like I do? Or maybe you just struggle to maintain a healthy lifestyle in general. This is the Road to Health podcast and I am Tamar, your host for this adventure. I travel for business often, which presents some challenges in terms of achieving and maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Join me on my perfectly imperfect journey as I implement the strategies I've learned from the coaches I work with and interview on my show to lose 40 pounds by June 1st, 2020. I don't always manage to resist the temptations that come from traveling for business, but by working on a few key areas of my mental and physical health, I'm managing to get healthier as I go. No one needs to take this journey alone. So if you struggle to make healthy choices on the road like I do, join me for this ride on the road to health. Well-traveled, well-lived. Hey everyone, how's it going? Tamar here from the Road to Health podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am feeling a lot of love inside and I wanted to give a shout out to some people who have not only helped me grow and impacted my life in such a positive way, but also to some of the people that I've met over the last year who have helped me to see that anything is truly possible. Today's episode is going to be a chat about depression, isolation, anxiety. Depression is something that I've dealt with in the past. I was medicated for it. I had also been uh, suicidal during certain times of my life and that's not something that I always discuss with people but I think it's something that's really important to be talked about today and you know I know there's probably a lot of people that are struggling right now it's hard enough dealing with depression when you can go outside and you have the ability to socialize and ask for help Um, I can't imagine what it would be like now that we're doing the social distancing and you know sometimes you just need a hug and I miss hugging my friends right now. I miss going out for dinner with them and being able to go for a coffee or a walk. So I felt that it was really important to just point out those people in my life right now that have really made such an impact and that have helped me get to where I am today. I want to start off by giving my best friend Beverly a big shout out. She has been my rock since high school. Um, she has seen the worst of me. She's seen the best of me. She's seen everything in between. We've been through a lot together and yet she has always taken the time to understand what I'm doing in my life. And that was big when I went into recovery is, you know, she would join me and just to get what I was going through. Right. So that, that was amazing. And I can't thank you enough for being who you are. Also, my friend Claudia, she's seen a lot of bad stuff in my life and yet she had continued to stand by me and as well, you know, taking the time to understand what my new life is about. So I love you both. Um, of course, Ember and Heather, Tracy, Sherry, you guys have been there for the last six to eight years and helped me grow, called me out on my my BS and, you know, really helped me change my life around Of course, Paula, Brittany, I met you through Adam's group and you guys have just been an amazing support network and we've been able to help each other reach our goals and we're all kicking ass. I'm going to say ass because I can. And um, you two just, you you guys make me laugh. And uh, so I just really appreciate you all. And then of course, you know, people like Allison and Adam and Rob and Mark and Chris McPeak. Chris, 
Chris is actually, you know, she and I have become really great friends through doing the appreciation rant, which she learned from JJ Flazanes. And it, I've talked about it before. It's the three-minute voicemail that you leave on someone's, um, on someone's voicemail. And you just talk about what you appreciate each and every morning. And that's really shifted my day. Because even if I'm having a bad morning, it changes it. It changes the way I think. And it, it, it you know, shifts me to a more positive way of thinking. So thank you, Chris, for introducing me to that. And, you know, right now I am in the Purpose Chasers Academy and there are seven, seven amazing people in that academy and they have helped support me and really pushed me over the last six weeks to achieve some things, which one is I launched my course finally, Create Your Roadmap. I had been planning it for months, but I actually put all that into action and it's out Um, So you can check that out on if you go into my Facebook group, The Road to Health Podcast. And then also I just launched my coaching business. So you can also go to my website, www.theroadtohealth.me and check that out there. So thank you guys for being that support and being that push that I needed uh, to get to where I am today. So depression isn't always an easy topic to discuss And like I said, I want to discuss it today because I think a lot of people may be struggling out there um, and it is really difficult to actually do something about, especially when you're, you know, having to isolate and do this social distancing. I mean, for myself, I remember sitting with a friend at one point in my life and just saying, I don't know what's wrong. You know, I, I am not excited for life. The smallest tasks just seem really difficult to do right now I didn't like to get out of bed I didn't want to go to work and I just wanted to isolate I wanted to be my by myself I would spend you know hours in bed during the day just crying and just not wanting to be alive and it just got so bad at a certain point that my friend said you know you need to go to a doctor and you need to get help And thank goodness I had people in my life that would push me to do that and actually follow up with me to make sure that I was doing that and so I went to the doctor and they did, um, he did say, you know, you're, you're struggling with depression and anxiety. I showed a lot of the symptoms, most of them actually. Now, of course, one of the things he did tell me was I needed to quit drinking because that was a big part of it. I was not ready to do so at the time, but I was ready to take action on some of the other things, which really gave me the tools um, when I was ready to use them in my life today because uh, because I was still drinking it, you know, the, the medication worked and it, it brought me out of it to a certain point. But I did keep slipping back into that depression, right? It didn't keep me out of it because I was doing things that were contradictory to taking antidepressant med- medication. And, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm grateful that I got the tools. My doctor is amazing because he said, you're going to go to counseling. I'm going to slowly increase, you know, your dosage. And then we're going to slowly decrease, uh, decrease it. Um, you're not staying on it forever. You're actually going to take action and, you know, journal and partake in some exercises that are going to help you develop a better mindset around depression and help you handle it. So that's exactly what I did. As I learned to cope with my feelings and actually talk about them through counseling and also discuss them with my friends, things started to get better. 
And of course, like normal, I would get complacent because I thought, okay, life's great now. I was slowly weaned off the medication and things went well for a good period of time. But, you know, as um, I progressed, my alcoholism, you know, continued to get worse. And then I started, you know, getting into financial debt. I was at the time that uh, before I got sober, I was about $75,000 in debt and it got really hard to bear again. And so I was creating this life for myself, even though I had the tools to get better and to do something about it. I wasn't using them anymore. Um, I just figured, you know, okay, I'm better. I'm off my meds. I'm good. Uh, But that's not the case. It didn't, that didn't happen at all. And so I started to isolate again. I started drinking even more. I was very resentful to my ex-husband. And life just got unmanageable. And I remember one day I was sitting on the floor and I had a little pug. His name was Rudy. He was adorable. And, you know, pugs kind of have this way. They look at you and they do that head tilt. I loved that head tilt. But, you know, I was sitting with a bottle of pills And I just, I wanted to end it all. I just thought that the, you know, and it might sound selfish to those of you that don't know what depression's like, or, you know, you don't know what it feels like to basically nuke your life and also hurt the people around you consistently. Um, And I think that was one of the biggest struggles in addiction for me. And I know a lot of people in addiction face this is that, you know, you don't want to be alive anymore because you keep doing this stuff over and over to those that you love and you don't know how to stop doing it. And, you know, the alcohol and the drugs become so powerful at a point and people are like, well, just stop, you know, but it's not that easy. And so I started to feel that, you know, I just want to end it. I don't, I don't want to put myself through this. I don't want to put the people that I love through this anymore. And so I justified, you know, why I didn't want to be around. And I remember, Rudy just sitting there looking at me and he did this head tilt and for a second there I'm like what am I doing you know and so I didn't do it I didn't obviously I'm still here today but I just kind of stood up and thought okay I need to start making some changes in my life Um, and I've gotten complacent again I'm I'm severely depressed again I don't want to go back on medication and I don't want to live this way and that was kind of the beginning of the end of my, you know, life in addiction. And that following year is, you know, when I started to get inspired to change my life. And I had to remove a lot of, you know, people, places and things out of my life to make those positive changes because I couldn't keep holding on to what I was doing. I needed to actually, if, you know, if things were going to change, everything needed to change. Today, I still struggle with moments where I'm really down and I don't know why, you know, I'll, I'll often sit there with my spouse and he'll ask, you know, what's wrong. And I, I honestly, sometimes I just, I don't know, you know, it's just, I feel sad. I feel down. Um, I want to isolate. I don't want to hang out with people. And I can be a very, I'm kind of a, a extrovert introvert. Um, I like to be an extrovert when I'm out and about during the day saying hi to people. I love hanging out with my friends, but I'll, often I just like to be home and I like to be alone and, and I still do get down. So some of the things that for me have really helped to deal with, you know, anxiety and depression and isolation is asking for help. Um, when I need it and not being afraid to say I'm not okay. You know, sometimes 
it's okay to not be okay and just to accept those feelings. And that's really difficult for me because I try to be as positive as I can most of the time. But I too have to realize that it's okay to have a bad day. You know, I can tell people, yeah, you know what? I'm just not feeling it today. And usually you get a hug or you just get to talk with someone or maybe you just get to go to bed early and just have a good night's sleep so you can regroup in the morning. So if you're struggling, make sure you reach out and ask for help. You'd be amazed what people can help you with. Um, Of course, for me, it was a major lifestyle change. I had to give up a lot of the things that were keeping me down. And so if you're struggling with your lifestyle right now and you just, you know, you turn to food like I did, I mean... I used to drive home from work and stop by at McDonald's or some sort of fast food place and I would, you know, I would uh, just bury a burger and fries and then stop on the way home and throw the garbage away so there was no evidence and go home and eat a full dinner and because I was trying to bury those feelings, right? So um, those are certain things I'd have to work on and I was really ashamed of that kind of stuff and that got me depressed as well. So Um, you know, get counseling. I still today uh, have a counselor that I see. I absolutely adore her. She helps me, you know, more, more than not. Now we work on future, we work on goals. Um, And so, you know, getting that help or that counselor, I think is so important to have that, you know, third party in your life. It's really helped me out. Meditation, of course, is a big part uh, of my practice every morning, every night and during the day a lot now. And, you know, I focus on myself and that might sound selfish, but before I was always focusing on everybody else. I was focusing on, you know, uh, I, I was trying to be who others, I thought others wanted me to be, although they were probably just wanting me to be me. And, you know, I, now I focus on myself. I focus on what's healthy for me. I've learned boundaries. I've learned to say no. There's times when I would love to go out But you know what, if I'm not feeling it or I've had a stressful day and I just need to unwind and be home and relax and take care of me, I do that now. It can be a lot to take on when you're trying to do everything for everyone else. I know that I was a big yes person. I would always take on everything at work as well, you know, and um, last year I actually ended up in the hospital because they thought I was having a heart attack. I thought I was having a heart attack because I was having chest pain and my left arm went completely numb. But after, you know, doing the um, doing the testing and stuff, they told me it was stress, right? I was just saying yes to too much. And so I was really doing that to myself. So learning how to have boundaries and to say no when I can't do something, that's been a big part of it as well. But you know, I just, I hope this helped. I hope this gave you some hope because my main mission here on the road to health is to, of course, reclaim control of my own health through my journey and sharing that with you guys. But I also want to give you guys hope that anything is possible. It doesn't always matter where you are. If you, you know, can reach out to the right people and ask for help, there is hope and things can get better. Um, You know, if you're looking for a way to set some goals and to take control of your life, I have launched a course, like I mentioned, it's called Create Your Roadmap. 
Space is limited. I'm actually for a limited time only offering a VIP membership, which is typically $297 for $47 US. So if you're interested in that, you can go to my Facebook page, The Road to Health Podcast, or you can also go check me out on Instagram, The Road to Health Podcast, or sorry, The Road to Health PC as in podcast. I had to shorten that up. And there is a coupon code that you can join. But like I said, space is very limited. That'll help you develop a better mindset, set some goals, and we're going to implement some habits through my coaching. Also, um, recently, uh, my friend Chris McPeak launched Coping with COVID Summit. It is from our amazing ladies in Rise and Bloom. Make sure you check that out on Instagram. I do have a link to that as well. So it's totally free. It gives you so much good information. Um, definitely go check that out. But guys, until next time, I hope you stay safe out there and I will talk to you soon. That wraps up another episode of the Road to Health podcast, where my goal is to provide you with content that not only inspires you, but also provides information and strategies that you can use to implement in your own journey. I know from experience, it can be super hard to make healthy lifestyle changes that actually stick. I've worked with people to help them define their goals and identify the roadblocks that stop them from achieving them. If you would like to take advantage of a free 30-minute call to figure out how to achieve your goals, visit my website today at www.theroadtohealth.me. When you're there, make sure you download the latest copy of my five tips to staying positive while working from home. And until next time, be safe and healthy.